Hello. So today we're doing something fun. I'm excited. I think we're going to have fun today. Today we're going to take a look at some of the fashion trends that are happening right now. And we're going to discuss. Okay, we're going to discuss. We're going to talk about them. I'm going to share my thoughts on them. And then I'm going to decide whether or not I think that the trend is trendy and it will dissipate at some point or if it's timeless and it's something that will stick around for years to come. And that's today's episode. I actually did this before, honestly, maybe even a year ago, and I really loved it. And I feel like there's new trends happening now, so it's time to do it again. This episode of Anything Goes is presented by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Azo offers an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Save 20% with promo code PODCAST on azoproducts.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com slash Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know, you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. Let's get started. To start, we're going to talk about bleached eyebrows. So I feel like five to 10 years ago, if you had bleached eyebrows, you were making a statement. Like it was a statement. It was rare to see. I I don't remember seeing a lot of bleached eyebrows in my day-to-day life. If I was watching a runway show, sure, bleached eyebrows. But that's in like a very high fashion environment. You didn't see people walking around with bleached eyebrows. Now, it's pretty common. I mean, obviously, I live in California and more specifically Los Angeles where fashion is definitely happening here in a big way. I'm not sure if bleached eyebrows are becoming trendy in states that don't really care about fashion or places that don't really care about fashion. Like for example, you know, when you think of North Carolina, you don't think about fashion necessarily, not saying that there aren't fashionable people there. There definitely are, but you know, it's not as much of a fashion epicenter. Epicenter. Is that a word? Okay, I don't think I used that word right, unfortunately. Um, That's really embarrassing. Wait, did I? Maybe I did. Yeah, no, I didn't use that word right. Awesome. Awesome. 
well, what I was trying to say was Los Angeles is a city that is fashion forward, right? It's, it's known for being trendy and fashionable, whereas a place like North Carolina, maybe not as much. So my point is, I don't know if bleached eyebrows are being picked up everywhere, but they're definitely more popular than they used to be. And I think that it's trendy, I think it's trendy. My view on eyebrow trends in general is that the only timeless eyebrow is a natural eyebrow. Any other thing that you do to your eyebrow will probably end up being something that you cringe at later or that you don't really ever want to do again. I'll give you an example. In the early 2000s, it was all about having a super thin super plucked eyebrow. Now that's not really in style anymore. Around 2012 to 2015, it was all about having a heavily drawn on perfect snatched eyebrow. Whereas now you don't see that as often, but what's stood the test of time is a natural eyebrow. I used to get my eyebrows plucked here and there and kind of cleaned up but now I don't. I just let my eyebrow be free and I let my eyebrow exist and I don't touch it because I think a natural eyebrow is so beautiful. So I think bleached eyebrows are trendy. I like the trend. I think it looks really cool. A funny story, I actually had to get my eyebrows bleached for a photo shoot like a year ago and I got them dyed back to brown when the shoot was over. But I loved having bleached brows. I thought it looked so cool and interesting. It really opens up your face in an interesting way, but I just don't think it's timeless. I think it's cool, but I don't think it's going to be this popular for very much longer. I think it's going to kind of fizzle out, but I do like it. Next, we're talking about cargo, cargo pants, cargo skirts, cargo everything. Basically pants that sort of look like utility pants. They have pockets all over them. They're usually a beige khaki color. That's cargo. Sometimes olive green. I think that cargo in general is timeless because it's rooted in history in a way. You know, cargo pants actually not even in history, like in now, they're, they're kind of technically a work pant, you know, and they've been worn for so many years and they'll continue to be worn for years to follow by people who wear them to work. And I think because of that, there's such a surplus of them and they're very easy to find. They're very easy to access. And they're also very neutral. You know, they kind of match with anything. And I think because of that, they are timeless. I think that some of the ways that cargo pants are being styled and cargo skirts are being styled are a little bit less timeless. I think the way that they're being styled is more trendy, you know, with like the sort of Y2K little tank top and that's a little bit trendier. I don't think that's going to last, but I think that them being worn in general is timeless. I think them as a pant is timeless. I think over time, the way that they're styled is probably going to evolve, but 
in general, I think they're timeless. I will say, I think that taking cargo pants and turning them into a skirt or turning them into a top, that is more trendy. Cargo pants themselves, timeless. But when you start to deviate from what they are in their classic form, I think it it starts to get a little trendy. And I don't think that that's going to be a thing. Like, I don't think that we're going to see people wearing cargo skirts for too much longer. This is just my prediction. When I say this shit, I don't know anything, you guys. Nothing. I know nothing. So don't trust me, okay? (laughs) I'm just guessing. I do like the trend, though. I think cargo is cute, and I think it's very versatile, and it can be styled in so many different ways. It can kind of go an early 2000s feel, but it can also have a very classic feel depending on what it's paired with. So I'm into it. I'm into it. Next, we're talking about heavily distressed clothing. So clothing with a bunch of rips, tears, stuff like that. I am not the biggest fan of this trend because I feel like it's very inconvenient. It's not very intentional often. I feel like when you look at a piece of clothing and it's super ripped up and torn up, it just kind of looks like a mess. It's very, very rare that you see a piece of distressed clothing that looks thoughtful and intentional. A lot of times it just looks like a ripped up mess if we're putting it honestly. Um, I think that there are some designers and some distressed clothing that look cool and you can tell what's going on in the top, you know, or in the pant or in the skirt or in the whatever. You can tell what's happening. It doesn't just look like a ripped up mess. Do you see what I'm saying? I think that that does exist, but I think it's a lot less common than just an overly distressed piece that looks like a mess of fabric. And I just don't think that that's going to stand the test of time. I don't think it's timeless. I think the main reason for that being, number one, it's inconvenience, but number two, it's very rare that it looks artistic and intentional. It looks very extreme and not in a way that I personally think is cool enough for it to look cool in 10 years. I'm not really into the heavily distressed stuff. A few rips here and there, I'm here. I'm here for it, but it can't be too much. Next, orange slash reddish hair dye. So a lot of people have been coloring their hair sort of a reddish color. It's kind of a red orange, definitely an unnatural color. It's not a hair color that you could be born with because it's a little too dark red. Maybe you've seen this hair color. Maybe you haven't. I think that this is actually kind of timeless. Having like a slightly unnatural, but still kind of natural looking hair color, I think will never go out of style. I think platinum blonde is another good example. It's a little bit too platinum to be a natural hair color and like the shade of platinum blonde tends to be unnatural. Like 
very rare that somebody in nature is born with that hair color, but it's possible, but it's just like a little bit unnatural. It's close to a natural blonde hair color, but it's a little bit different. I think it's the same thing with the orange slash reddish hair dye. It's, it's close to somebody who's born with an orange slash reddish hair color, but it's a little bit different but it's close enough that it doesn't look crazy when you see someone in public with that hair color. I think that it's timeless personally. I think the amount of people that are getting their hair dyed that color maybe makes it feel a little trendy, but I think you could never go wrong with that color. And I think it's the same thing with platinum. It's the same thing, obviously with coloring your hair, like a hair color that naturally occurs in nature. I think you can never go wrong with that. I think trendy hair dye is more the stuff that looks super unnatural. For example, having like super obvious highlights or having a balayage, which is basically an ombre from like brown to blonde or coloring your hair a crazy bright color like blue or green or pink I think that is more trendy, but I think other than that, pretty much every hair color is timeless. Also, I think hair color is very personal to people. Like, I don't know how I would look with the orangey reddish hair dye. I don't know if I could pull it off, but I love it on other people. I think it looks really good. Next, we're talking about micro mini skirts. I think this trend is cute. I don't know if it's something I would stand behind and say that this is timeless. I don't think it is. I think anything super micro mini, like a super micro mini top, a super micro mini skirt, super micro mini shorts. I think things like that can never be timeless because they're so inconvenient. You're so exposed. And I don't think there's anything wrong with like showing a lot of skin in an outfit. There's nothing wrong with that. So that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it's simply inconvenient. A very micro mini skirt is not a convenient piece of clothing to wear. I mean, at any given moment, you might flash somebody. And because of that, I just don't think it could ever be timeless. I also think it's trendy because it's a very extreme silhouette right? Like it's super short and it's super low waisted. And I feel like things that are really extreme like that usually come in waves. Do you know what I mean? It's like we see it happening for a year or two. And then everybody's like, we can't wear this anymore. It's so inconvenient. It's not comfortable. And it's also kind of extreme and it just doesn't last. I I don't know. I mean, I think mini skirts are cute. I wear them every once in a while, not very often because they're inconvenient. And I think that they're cute, but I also think that something will come in and replace it. So there it is. This episode is brought to you by Dove. I'm messy. I'm a messy girl. And when you're as messy as I am, you need a deodorant that doesn't mess around. Enter Dove Vitamin Care Plus deodorant. Its lightweight formula is super powered 
with vitamin B3 to reinforce your skin's natural odor defenses while providing new levels of skincare for your underarms, keeping you feeling fresh, whatever your day throws at you. Dove Vitamin Care Plus Deodorant. Learn more at dove.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. Next we have AirPod Maxes. It's interesting that these are coming up as a fashion trend because they're literally a pair of headphones. And I'm going to be honest, I have a pair. They're the Apple headphones, like the ones that cover your ears. If you haven't seen them, you probably have. You just didn't realize that you have seen them. Everybody's wearing them almost as an accessory. I will say Apple as a company is genius for coming out with these because they look really sleek. And I'm not going to lie. They're an amazing product. They're very expensive. They're the most expensive pair of headphones I've ever owned. That's for sure. They're an amazing product. Do I think they're worth the money? I don't know. I think you could get a pair of headphones that are great for half the price, but I enjoy them. I really enjoy them. And I think that they look great. They're a beautifully designed product as well. It makes sense that they've become sort of an accessory. Do I think it's a little bit ridiculous? Sure. I do. I think there's something kind of goofy about it. I don't know how to explain it. There's something kind of goofy about it. The fact that we're using like headphones as an accessory is just, I don't know. There's something silly about it to me, but at the same time, I completely get it because people wear headphones, you know, around town so that they can listen to stuff while they're running their errands. I do it all the time. And so I think it's natural that they've become sort of an accessory I also think that no headphone prior to these were aesthetically pleasing enough to become an accessory, except for super vintage ones, like really old headsets. Those were kind of, those are kind of trendy, I would say too, or being worn as an accessory. But I do think it's a trend. I think that people wearing their Apple AirPod Maxes as an accessory is trendy, but I do think that moving forward, companies are going to start creating more aesthetically pleasing headphones. And because of that, I think moving forward, matching your headphones to your outfit might become something that's timeless. I think this is a rare occasion where a new development might actually become something that we look back on in 50 years and say, that's actually timeless. Do you see what I'm saying? Because I think that headphones are convenient. You know, a lot of people wear headphones or earbuds around when they're running errands or going on a hike or doing whatever anyway. And so I think because of that, brands are going to be like, oh, we want to make ours cute now so that people use ours as an accessory. And it's literally free advertising. I mean, I wouldn't have known about the Apple AirPods. No, Apple AirPod Maxes. I wouldn't have heard about these headphones unless I saw 
50 people on my explore page on Instagram wearing them. You know, I wouldn't have found out about them until probably years after they come out. I never know what's coming out anymore. I used to keep up with everything that Apple would release and I'm just, I'm just over it now, but I don't know. It's good marketing to have cute headphones. People love it. So I, yeah, that's my verdict. I think the AirPod Maxes in particular are kind of trendy, but I think the idea of matching headphones to your outfit, I think that might become timeless. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Moving on. Low-waisted pants. Trendy. And I know that because we've seen that come and go over the past, I don't know, what, 30 years? We've seen those come and go multiple times. And I don't know. I also don't like them. They're physically uncomfortable. They're, they're not flattering on me. Like, I don't like how they look on me. I think a lot of people agree with me and feel the same about themselves with the low-waisted pants. I like, I just don't think, honestly, they're almost never a flattering pant. They're really uncomfortable. They rarely fit properly. They're just not a a really well-designed pant. And I think because of that, they just will never be timeless. I think the only time low-waisted pants are comfortable and cute is when the pants are low-waisted, but also a little baggier. You know, they're a little looser. I think in that scenario, they're less god-awful when it comes to comfort and also even cute factor. Really tight low-waisted pants are pretty much the devil in clothing. Like they are the devil. Like there's not a worse type of clothing on this planet. But if low-waisted baggier pants, kind of cute, a little bit more timeless, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't think wearing things low-waisted is timeless. I think it tends to come in waves and we've seen it happen. Next, we have claw clips. Basically those little pronged clips that people use for their hair. I'm actually wearing one right now. I think that they're timeless. I mean, they're so convenient. There are so many cute ones now. Like you can buy cute ones and match them to your outfit, which wasn't really a thing before. I think the reason why they weren't as popular prior to now was because it was hard to find a cute claw clip. Most claw clips were super basic, boring, you know, cheap, bad quality breaks in like, a week claw clips. Whereas now, you know, people are making them into like little art pieces, making them out of plastic and making them cute colors and adding cute designs. I mean, I think that they're kind of timeless. I think the way that they look will evolve with trends that continue, but they're so convenient. They look cute. I don't really see them going anywhere ever. I don't know. I think that there, there's always going to be a type of claw clip that's popular. It might shift. It might look a little different as the years go by, but I think it will always be around. Next, corsets. I think corsets are gorgeous. I mean, they're a very beautiful, beautifully made type of clothing piece. I will say, I don't know. I think corsets in general, 
They're beautiful. Okay. Like let's not, we, we must admit they're beautiful, right? They look extravagant and they're usually made in a way that's artful, you know? But at the same time, I think that they're kind of, they're kind of, how do I put this? I think the idea that they're cinching you in and stuff is kind of, it's kind of shitty in a way. Like it's sort of like, ah, oh, like I think the history behind corsets, you know, them being sort of a waist cinching top, that is kind of not the best sentiment, you know? I think we can probably all agree on that. It's like, we don't need to be cinching shit that tight, you know? Like we just, it's like, we're, we don't, that's not a good ideology, you know? It's like not, it's not good. It's very, very beauty standardy, right? But I think that if we can let go of that and we can look at corsets as just a beautiful top and something that has history attached, history not always being a good thing, but you know, it's been around for a long time and they've never seemed to go away. I think that they're timeless. I think they're beautiful looking, like their construction is very impressive. I think that they can look amazing on a person. I mean, I don't know, I'm kind of conflicted because part of me is like, Corsets are a very beauty standard sort of top, but I also feel like they don't have to be. You know, I think if we take corsets in the in the sort of silhouette that they have and we make it into something that's more comfortable a little bit and less about, you know, having a cinched waist and more about just wearing a super well-constructed top that has boning in it and all this stuff that sort of makes it stiff and look a certain way. I think if we can just shift our, the way we look at it and we just look at it as something that's a beautiful top rather than, oh, this is a top that's supposed to be cinching my waist. I think in that case, they're amazing and you know, they're timeless. Well, I think that they're timeless regardless because they've been around for so long and they've never really fully gone out of style. You know, they've always been present in fashion, I would say. There's probably been little phases where it's gone away, but I don't know. It's always kind of stuck around. And I think corsets don't need to be uncomfortable either. I've worn corsets that were really comfortable or a corset style top that was really comfortable. And it looked amazing. And it wasn't really even cinching anything in. It was more just a stiff style top. I like them. I don't know. I like them as long as, you know, the intent behind them is is right, which is just to be wearing a beautifully made top rather than having a cinched in waist, you know? Next we have vests. I love vests, okay, but I'm worried. I, let me explain. Vests are very trendy and they've been trendy for probably the past four years. Prior to that, they were worn almost exclusively by college professors and old people. But then they kind of got reinvented. And I think most specifically in the form of a mini vest, you know, like a mini little short kind of cropped vest. Now, I think vests as a whole will never go away. They're really useful in so many ways. They're great for layering. You know, you can throw a little vest over a long sleeve top. You can wear a vest by itself. You can wear a vest under a jacket and it's less hot 
than maybe wearing a full sweater. I mean, there's so many uses for vests that I don't think they'll ever fully go out of style. But I think that the way that we're seeing vests right now, the sort of mini cropped V-neck colorful vest, I don't know. I kind of feel like that's becoming trendy and I kind of feel like it's becoming stale and it breaks my heart because I literally love them so much, but I kind of think it's losing its allure because so it's become so popular that I think that is going to kind of go out of style and maybe a more traditional style, more loose fitting, longer sort of vest is going to come back into style. Also, maybe vests that are made out of different materials. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think the super trendy little sweater vest that we all know and love, I think that the the days are numbered there because it's just it just got so blown out of proportion. And I, I think that a more classic vest is going to come into style, which I'm fine with. I do love the mini little tiny little sweater vest that's like super cropped and looks like it's for a child based on its shape. You know what I'm saying? I hope that what I'm saying, it's like, it's like, whatever, whatever. I don't know. I'm still probably going to wear them. Even if they go out of style, I'm probably still going to wear them because I just love them. But I feel like they just became so trendy that they just, they're going to have to die because they blew up too much. Next, speaking of things that look like they're made for a child, but be, but are worn by an adult. Let's talk about people wearing children's shirts. To some of you, this might seem crazy. Maybe you're not on the internet super heavily. You don't really check Instagram or whatever, but it has become a trend to buy children's graphic t-shirts and then wear them as kind of a crop top, right? This is trendy to me. I think it's a little silly. It's a little goofy. I kind of love it. I think it's kind of fun. And usually, you know, these children's t-shirts are being thrifted, which I always love. I'm always supporting thrifting pieces in general, just because it's the best thing ever. But I think we're going to look back on this in a few years in cringe. I also think it kind of got out of hand because I think there are certain children's t-shirts that have a graphic on them that are kind of timeless. Like maybe it's a logo, maybe it's just plain, you know, it doesn't have anything on the front. I think that that won't be cringed at later, but wearing a little children's t-shirt with Dora the Explorer on it or like Winnie the Pooh, I don't know. Like, that's a little bit too real. Like, that's like, oh my God, you are really wearing a children's top. It's really, if you really think about it, it's bizarre. Like adults wearing kids clothing, it's kind of bizarre. But also I think it's also kind of creative because I think it'd be bizarre if people were going to Target and going into the kids section and buying a t-shirt. I think that's a little bit more bizarre I think going to a thrift store and getting creative and trying to find, you know, kids shirts that looked sort of more like a modern made crop top. I think that's actually creative and less bizarre. But I think when you're buying like a Caillou t-shirt and being like, ooh, you know, that's a little weirder. But I think it's also 
leaning into fashion being something that can be kind of tongue in cheek and fun and like silly and goofy. And I love that. Like I'm always down to wear something or buy something that's kind of almost a fashion joke. Like I am obsessed with wearing clothing that looks cool, but also is kind of a joke. Like there's like some sort of joke involved. I'm trying to think of an example. I don't know. That's kind of how Ugg boots started for me. Like I started wearing Ugg boots sort of as a joke. It was kind of like, ah, this is so like funny. And then I, and then it became real, but I love that stuff. I mean, I think Crocs are another good example. I think Crocs for a lot of people started out as a joke. Cause it's like, you couldn't look at an uglier shoe. You actually could not. Crocs are hideous, but also they're kind of amazing because they're so hideous. You see what I mean? Like a little bit of irony in fashion is fun. And why not? I think children's t-shirts have that aura. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to last, but I do think for now, like, why not? You know, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Who doesn't wish they had a little bit more time? But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how do we even use it? I feel like if I had an extra hour every day, I would spend it, well, I'd like to say I'd spend it meditating, deep breathing, self-reflecting, but I would probably be using it on my phone. And I know that that's cliche, but it's true. It's good to sit down and think about what's important and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can work with you to define your values and understand your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash anything. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can set up your own online store. It doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services. Squarespace has everything you need to start selling online. You can even sell custom merch. Just design it. Production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. And with Squarespace's asset library, you can upload, organize, and access your content all in one place. To get started, head to squarespace.com slash Emma for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Emma to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Reduce, reuse, and recycle children's t-shirts at the thrift store. Why not? Next, we have cowboy boots. And while we're at it, let's talk about cowboy hats. I think cowboy anything is timeless because it has history attached in a way, you know, like people have been wearing cowboy hats for functional purposes because they actually were riding horses and shit, you know, for years and years and years. And I think similar to cargo pants, it's like, because they are still being used by people who actually ride horses and stuff and have, you know, like for example, my grandpa, right? He has a sort of ranch farm vibe. 
And he is a very, he's like a cowboy. You know what I mean? Like this dude is a cowboy. Like he is a blacksmith. Like he makes horseshoes. Okay. Like he's a fucking, he's a cowboy to a T. He's my mom's dad. Like he wears cowboy boots and cowboy hats when he's walking around and like walking around his ranch thing, you know? I don't know, ranch, farm, what is it? I don't know, I don't care. But you go, you know what I mean? He like wears it unironically, not as a fashion statement for convenience, I would say, and and for tradition, you know? And he's like not, he's no bullshit type of dude, okay? He doesn't know what's happening. Like I don't even, he doesn't even have, he barely has a computer. I don't think he even knows how to use a telephone. Like he, you see what I mean? I think there are always going to be people out there that are wearing cowboy hats and boots because it genuinely makes sense in their lifestyle. And I think because of that, it's timeless. I think pairing cowboy boots with like a super micro mini skirt and like a cowboy hat and then going to Coachella, I don't know. That I don't think is timeless. I think that's very trendy. I think wearing cowboy boots with a pair of 501 Levi's in a white tank top, I think that's timeless, you know, no matter who you are, no matter if you're my grandpa wearing literally that exact outfit or you're me wearing that exact outfit, I think that's a timeless look. Um, so I think it's all about how those things are styled, but I think that they're like badass, you know, I, I kind of love it. I, I, maybe it's because it's sort of nostalgic for me because it reminds me of my grandpa, but also I love it. Like I've always loved it. I think it's kind of kind of cute. Next we have bucket hats. Okay. I don't want to be a hater right now. And I've worn bucket hats a few times, but I am, I've never been fully sold on them. I think that I can't decide if I think that they're timeless or not, because I feel part of me wants to say that they are, but also part of me kind of hates them. But I, I can't explain why I hate them because I don't really have a reason. There's something about them that bothers me. I think it reminds me of when I was in middle school and people were super into bucket hats and the patterns of bucket hats that were popular were so incredibly ugly. It was like excruciating. It was like a bunch of palm trees on a bucket hat. Ugh, they were so ugly. But like a simple bucket hat, like sure, like I can't see that going anywhere. Again, it's like something that fishermen wear, you know? And I just don't think that that's gonna go anywhere. I think making them super trendy by adding crazy patterns, that's always gonna be trendy. But the actual silhouette of a bucket hat, I don't know, sure, it's timeless. I think the line of bucket hats looking corny versus looking cool, the line is so blurred, it's, it's really a case by case basis. It's very rare that I see somebody wearing a bucket hat and I'm like, no, that's cool. But it happens. It just doesn't happen a lot. And I try to wear them and make it work. And it just like almost always looks corny on me. So I just end up taking it off. I don't know. Next we have moon boots. If you haven't seen moon boots, they're basically honestly Google it for me. Like do me a little favor and pull up Google on your phone and look up moon boots so you know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna try to describe them anyway for those who haven't seen them. They're basically these big puffy ski boots that they kind of look like snow boots, 
but people are wearing them as a fashion trend. Like I saw so many people wearing them at Coachella, which is so fucking funny to me because it's literally 4 million degrees at Coachella. It's so hot out and moon boots are like constructed for snow weather. They're constructed for ski weather, you know? And then people are wearing them to Coachella. I'm like, I know your ankles are just drenched right now. Like you have swamp ankle right now. But personally, I think that this is very trendy. And I think it's a little, again, it's a little silly. It's a little bit silly because it's like, are we really, really wearing ski clothing like out and about? Like, is that really what we're going to do? And it's also like, they're not just ski vibes. No, no, no. They're ski boots. You know what I'm saying? They're snow boots. They're not just like, oh, they sort of have the essence of a snow boot. They are a whole ass snow boot. It's just kind of silly. I think wearing them to the snow, love it. They're really cute. They're probably the cutest snow boots out there. Wearing them out and about in LA, I just don't know if I can get behind it. It just seems a little silly to me. I think that snow boots should stay in the snow. Listen, if you love moon boots and you're like, no, I want to wear them to the grocery store in LA, go off. I'm not, I'm not judging. But for me personally, I'm not going to be wearing moon boots anywhere but the snow. And I might not even wear them there because I don't, really know if I go to the snow enough to pay a lot of money for moon boots. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I think they'll probably be trendy in the snow forever, but wearing them as like a fashion statement in environments that don't require snow boots. I just can't. I just can't. I can't with that. Next we have Nike Dunks. A lot of people have been wearing the Nike Dunk sneaker nonstop recently. And I have a few pairs. I like them. I think the super extreme, like rare Nike Dunks, like for example, the Grateful Dead Nike Dunks. I actually had a pair for a second, but then donated them because I just was like, I don't really actually know if I like these. I don't know why I did what I did. I think those are really trendy. I think the sort of more rare, more exclusive, weird pairs of sneakers that are on the resale markets for like way too much money. I don't know. That's kind of too much for me. I think those are trendy and are not going to last. I think the Nike Dunk sneaker as a whole in the more classic colors, I mean, those are timeless. You can't go wrong. Like they're a timeless sneaker. I think that actually ties us into the next sneaker that's super trendy right now, which is the Adidas Samba sneaker. Um, if you don't know what these sneakers look like, Google them because I can describe them, but I'm not going to do a good job. The Nike Dunk is literally just, I can't explain. Actually, I literally can't explain it at all. There's no like key components to it. So you just need to Google it. The Adidas Samba sneaker is the same thing. You have to just Google it. They're like, a lot of people are buying the white pair that has the three black stripes in a little blue tongue and the soles are like a gray gum color. Uh, they also, I have them actually in all black and gray. I think like 
those types of sneakers are timeless. The designs have been around forever. I just don't think they'll ever be cringe. Um, I think the collab sneakers, you know, like collabs between like Supreme and Nike or, you know, Grateful Dead in Nike or whatever, those sorts of rare sneakers, those are trendy and nobody's going to care about those. And they're going to look kind of silly because they're usually really colorful and have crazy patterns and shit. Those are not going to be cool. I really doubt it. I doubt it, doubt it. The more classic ones though, come on, you can't go wrong. I mean, everybody's wearing the Adidas Samba sneaker. I still think they look cool. I don't, I don't think that they're going to become overdone just because a lot of people are wearing them right now. It kind of reminds me of like Converse Chuck 70 high top Converse. Like, yeah, a lot of people wear them, but they're timeless. They're never, ever like a, just a high top Converse will always be cool to me. Next, we have not wearing a bra as a trend. I don't know about you or about society as a whole, but to be honest, I don't care because if I, I'm never wearing a bra again. I almost never do that, okay? I hate it. I hate wearing a bra. I will, I literally avoid it at all costs. I will do anything in my power to not wear a bra. If there's a top that needs a bra, like, I have to be in a really good mood that day to put on a bra to wear the top. I don't want to. I, I avoid it at all costs. And I know it's kind of like a lot of girls are feeling the same way. And they're like, I don't want to wear a bra. I think that this is something that is a little newer of a trend. It's like more accepted now than it used to be um, as a trend. I don't think it's going to be a trend anymore. Like very soon, or maybe even right now, it's not even a trend anymore. It's just like the way that it is. We don't want to wear bras anymore. It, they're uncomfortable. They suck. And once you learn how amazing and free you feel walking around all day, not wearing a bra, it's like amazing. I mean, I don't, uh, some people I think are more comfortable wearing a bra, depending on, you know, what boob size you have and things of that sort. Some people in, like feel more comfortable wearing a bra. Like, I've heard of people who feel that way. And I think in that case, like wearing a bra is not going to be out of style. I just think that in general, it's just becoming more like a bra is not even a factor. You know, you either wear one or you, or you don't, and it doesn't really matter anymore. If your nip is poking through, great. If it's not, great. No one cares. Um, and I think that that's going to become a timeless mentality moving forward is that who cares? Bra, no bra, whatever. Like it's just going to become less of a topic of conversation than I think it used to be where it's like, oh, she's making a statement because she's not wearing a bra or, oh, she's making a statement because she's only wearing a bra as a top. Like, I just think that that's all going to go away and it's just going to become like, no one cares, you know? And not wearing a bra is timeless. I don't care what people say. But also wearing a bra if you want to and you like it is also timeless. Next we have baggy jeans with a baggy sweater. So basically baggy on baggy, right? I think this is a little trendy and here's why. Because I think wearing extremely oversized clothing is a little bit 
it it looks a lot of the times like the person wearing it is like swimming in their clothing. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. It looks, it looks like it fits incorrectly, you know? And I think that's the point, right? But something I always like, I think slightly oversized clothing is timeless because honestly, slightly oversized clothing is more comfortable. Finding clothes that fit you and then sizing up a little bit. I don't know. Like personally, I, I love doing that because it just makes the clothing more comfortable. So I tend to size up in a lot of things just for comfort because I don't like when my clothes are tight or too tight in general. Something can look kind of tight, but I don't want it to feel really tight. Do you see what I'm saying? Like when I buy jeans, I always size up from what fits perfectly to something that's a li- that still fits really well, but maybe but gives me a little bit more breathing room. In that, if we're talking about that, like that's timeless and honestly, everybody should do it because it's the best. But things that look extremely baggy and pairing them together, I just don't. Buying super ill-fitted clothing is just kind of, it, it's not, it, it can look a little goofy. And I think timeless is finding the perfect fit for you. Maybe going and getting things tailored. I get things tailored all the time to fit me perfectly. You know, having something that fits loosely and comfortably, but isn't like so baggy that it's like, looks ridiculous. Like unnecessarily baggy clothing. I I think that's trendy and I don't really think that's going to last much longer. Next, we have ballerina inspired clothing slash aesthetic. This is definitely a trend right now where a lot of people are taking inspiration from traditional ballerina clothing, not as much like the tutus and stuff, but more, you know, the leotards and the ballet shoes and the tight uh, knit sort of pants and sweaters and, you know, the pastel pinks and whites, that sort of thing. I think this is trendy because there's only so much that can be done with it. And I think it's going to become stale at a certain point because there's only so far you can take it. You know, it's like, I think obviously, of course, ballerinas who are do ballet, right? Like they're always going to wear the classic ballerina clothing, but turning it into a sort of street style, eh, I am not convinced that that's going to work out long-term. I mean, ballet flats were trendy when I was probably 10, 13 years old. I don't know, somewhere in there. And then I remember it was like all the rage. And then it was the most ugly thing you could imagine like a year later. I have a feeling that that's going to happen again. I will say though, that this round of ballerina inspired clothing coming back into style has been a lot cuter and a lot chicer than when it had come into style in the past, which makes me wonder if I might actually be wrong and this actually might last because the way it's being done is so much more true to ballerina clothing in the first place, which I think kind of might make it last longer. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's timeless. Maybe it's just going to stick around. We'll see. I'm actually kind of stumped on that one. 
I do think it's really cute though. I mean, I think little ballerina shoes and, um, you know, the sort of pastel knit pieces. I mean, I think that it's cute, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It might get stale soon. We'll see. Next parachute pants. I actually had to Google this because I didn't really know. Well, when I tweeted about this on the Twitter at AG podcast, if you want to participate in future episodes, I got a lot of requests to talk about parachute pants. And I was like, what, what is that? Basically what I've gathered is that it's a pair of pants that are made out of sort of a material that makes a sound when you walk, you know, like the sort of like sort of sound when you walk and they're kind of looser and they usually have like elastic drawstrings in them and stuff. And they kind of look like a parachute, but in pants, I think that these are trendy. I do actually like them and I have a pair. I haven't worn them yet. Cause I don't really know if I want to yet. I do have a pair though. So we'll see if those come into my rotation. They look really comfortable, which is kind of why I wanted them, but I don't know if they're going to look silly in 10 years, I think they might. I really think that they might. Okay. Last but not least, we're going to be talking about trucker hats. Trucker hats are a very classic cap hat vibe. They usually have mesh in the back and then a sort of foamy fabric material that's stiff on the front. And it usually has some sort of logo printed on it. No, these are trendy. I'm sorry. They're trendy. It's not the only hat that has like a bill on the front that is truly timeless and isn't trendy is like a baseball cap. That's just super soft. That's a timeless hat. Okay. You can't go wrong with that. A trucker hat. No, 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 no. You've probably seen it with Von Dutch on the front or Bass Pro Shop on the front. Like those are two popular sort of trucker hats that we've been seeing for probably the past three years. And I can't, I can't with it anymore. I actually like the way that they fit though. I think that they look cool sometimes, but I do think that they're trendy and I don't know. I think you just can't go wrong with like a classic baseball cap. Uh, that's kind of the only way it works. Like even the sort of sailor style caps that kind of, or like train conductor style caps that are kind of puffy on the top and have kind of a rounded little bill in the front. Like those, those are, those are trendy to me. Even though they have history behind them, there's something about them to me that makes them trendy. Like they're not cool all the time. They're only cool like every few years. They don't, yes, they've been coming in and out of style for like hundreds of years probably, but for some reason they just like really bug me. Like every few years they like bug me and I hate them. And then like they come back for a second. I'm like, wait, maybe it's cute. Maybe I should buy one. And then I never do because they just are, we, I just don't think that they work all the time. They almost never work. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done hating on fashion trends for today. Thank you guys for listening. This was so fun. I love this. Thank you to everybody who tweeted at me at AG podcast and sent me the trends that you wanted me to talk about slash the trends that you've been noticing recently. Follow anything goes on Instagram. If you want at anything goes, follow anything goes anywhere you stream podcasts. 
Thank you again times 10 billion for listening this week. It's always so fun. I really, really have to pee. I've been holding it pretty much the whole time I've been recording. So if I was talking like really fast, it's literally because I have been about to burst this whole time, but it's because I was drinking a matcha and matcha makes me have to pee really bad. Speaking of matcha, I'm drinking my Chamberlain coffee matcha right now. I made myself a little matcha latte. And if you want to pick up some Chamberlain coffee matcha or coffee or cute little accessories for your morning beverage, go to chamberlaincoffee.com and use code AG15. That's A as in anything and G as in goes 15 for a little discount from me. Okay, now I'm done. Thank you for listening. I love you all so much and we'll talk next week. Bye-bye.